0: What is going on, my fellow geeks? Three movies with elves and a guy with a white
1: beard. Not
2: a lot of people accept it
0: as canon. 2022 will be the year of Star Wars. Well, I have more than just one piece of geek news. I have been Isaac Hunter. Which is like high culture, but better. What is going on, my fellow geeks, and welcome back to Raving Geeks, your weekly pop culture podcast from Central Michigan Life, where we discuss all things geek culture, which is like high culture, but better. If this is your first time joining us, make sure you follow the CN Life Instagram and Twitter pages for updates on the podcast. And look for us wherever you find your podcasts, including YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on our website at www.cn-life.com. My name is Brendan Valentine, and I'd like to thank you all for joining me and my fellow co-hosts this week, who will introduce themselves in a second with our question of the week. This week's question is, um, in the not-so-far future, they will be casting every single member of the Bat family in live action. Uh, which member would you like to cast and who would you cast them as and why? Um, so for me personally, the first person I think of is like, I gotta see a live action Jason Todd. Um, and it's that one was not a real...
2: from Titans?
0: No, 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 no. I mean like live action like in, t- in a movie. Um, so I do love Jason Todd's Red Hood. Um, also, I haven't watched Titans so that doesn't count for me. Um... But this was a tough one, because I was sort of thinking, like, who'd be in, like, I want someone that's, like, relatively young, so, like, they could be around and do the whole, like, you know, arc. Um, so I was actually thinking for that one, you'd cast me um, as Jason T- I'm just messing with you. <laughs> um, I'd love to be cast as Jason Todd, and I think I'd do a fantastic job. Um, but um, I think a few years down the line, um, not right now. But it would actually be interesting to see, you guys know the actor Finn Wolfhard? Yes. See, originally I was thinking, like, oh, Tim Drake for him. But, like, if he, because, if, like, I've seen him in It, and he's a little more, like, comedic there. But, like, he can take on a serious role, and as, like, a young adult, um, I think it'd be interesting to see him go from, like, ah, like, kind of, like, funny, and then, like, have Jason Todd's dark side as well.
1: Okay. Okay, that's a good one. I like Finn Wolfhard. Um, I also like Jason Todd. Uh, so I was thinking, my first thought was, uh, was Dick Grayson. I'm always a Nightwing fan. Uh, always have been, always will be, uh, no capes. He just, you know, they all have no capes except for no, I lied. Red Robin has a cape, uh, Tim Drake. But for me, I think a good Dick Grayson, he might be a little bit short, but I definitely think he has the voice for it and the confidence, is Steven Yun. You know, from like Glenn from Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. In Invincible. I think he would be a great Dick Grayson. Especially Mm -hmm. if we can focus I mean, assuming this would be in a time period where he's like adult Nightwing. You know, this is a point where like Batman's been through all of his sidekicks and now he's on like Damian Wayne as Robin. And so, you know, Nightwing's in his, like, I don't know, late 20s, 30s? I don't really know how old Nightwing is.
0: It depends on how long Damien's been there. Like, Because Batman's,
1: it, like, 30 no matter what. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, so I think Batman's in his, Bruce is in his late 20s when he takes on Dick. And Dick is 13 or 14 when he starts being Robin. So I'd say he's probably about 25, and Bruce is around forty. Yeah. Um which would put Damien at like twelve or thirteen.
1: So yeah, I think Steven Yoon would, would do a great job. I don't know. Uh he's even got like black hair naturally. It just mm-hmm. it just fits. I mean, obviously he's Asian and I don't know if I've ever seen an Asian Robin before. But I don't but think also that like would stop it
0: whatsoever. Yeah. There's no reason Robin has to be any one ethnicity. So like exactly there, there's no narrative reason that Robin have to be one or the other. I personally Damien feels... Wayne
1: has to at least be half whatever Batman is.
0: Yes. That's um, it. <laughs> my my personal feeling is just because of the socioeconomic way things work in America, is Bruce Wayne probably should be white, just to further exemplify the privilege of Bruce Wayne. But as the as like things go on. Uh, as, like, you know, things continue, and hopefully things become more equal, then it'd be less of a barrier.
2: Yeah. Hope? Oh. All right. Uh, hey, everyone. Hope Good Earl. Um, I am going to cast an older version of Huntress and say Alexandra Dadiaro. Ooh. Because I feel like she's got, like, Like her eyes are super, like, it's the eyes. That was my first thought, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that would just like even with the mask on would just like pierce the soul, send like the um, fear into whoever she's fighting. Um, that and she's had roles where she's had to fight and stuff. I mean, the Percy Jackson movies wasn't a whole ton of fighting, but there's some. When um,
1: women kill, she I think tries to hit someone with a baseball bat. So I
2: think so. Yeah, <laughs> but I think she'd be a really good older version of Huntress.
0: I liked who they cast as Huntress for Arrow. I wish they would have done more with her.
2: That was uh, Redhead, right? Um, She was in Shadow Hunters? Uh,
0: yes, she was in Shadow Hunters. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think so, they made yeah. her
2: strawberry blonde in Arrow, but in Shadow no, Hunters. Yeah, she had black
0: hair in Arrow, or, or dark brown. Okay. Mm mm-hmm. But anyway, all righty. Well, thank you very much, hosts. Uh, Now to get started, we'd like to share some quick geek news. So uh, what have y'all got for us?
1: Okay, I'll start. Um, Earlier today, the trailer for Jurassic World Dominion, the second trailer, dropped. uh, And uh, it's pretty enjoyable because you get to see a lot of the original, those original characters um, whose names all escape me. But, uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum... uh, Uh, Jeff Goldblum
0: is like the Jeff
1: Goldblum uh, Commander What's-Her-Face from Star Wars (laughs) 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 and then the dude that played Odin in the play version of Thor and Thor Ragnarok that's that third guy by the way but uh, you get to see them kind of like find Chris Pratt's character ridiculous they're like you made a promise to a dinosaur he's like yeah Um, you guys can watch that uh, Sony announced announced uh, a spinoff uh, movie coming out about El Muerto, who is a Marvel yes. character. He he's a superhero. He's a he is a, a like a Mexican wrestler superhero whose powers come from a mask that's passed down. Uh, and the thing is that though with the mask, you also come. You have to fight kind of like this conchu-esque character called uh el dorado who kind of like is the oppressor of whoever has the mask um and he's gonna be played by puerto rican rapper bad bunny um and i also
2: was a wrestler on wwe for the record
1: so it's perfect (laughs) uh and i knew nothing about el muerto uh but one time j jonah jameson set up a fight for him to fight spider-man in a ring because he wanted him to unmask Spider-Man, and he almost did. And Spider-Man basically had to cheat and, like, inject him with poison <laughs> to stop him, which goes to show that he, you know, can do stuff. And then an hour ago, I saw that uh, a Hunger Games prequel was announced, a uh, movie was announced for the Ballad of song, birds and Snakes, oh, okay. um, made by the people that made the other Hunger Games movies. So that was oh. kind of cool. Yeah. Nice. That same production and everything.
0: Cool. righty well on my end um, so a- after like the the mild success of um, the boys diabolical um, there is another uh, the boys universe spin-off show in the works however there has uh, seems to have been another like delay uh, it's untitled and there hasn't been anything like really given to to fans yet uh, but they just lost another one of their um, uh, main cast members. Uh, and have to find uh, two more leads uh, in order to, like, cast the show. So we don't have much information on what it is um, that they're trying to do, but I don't know if this one's getting off the ground, which kind of sucks. I an I'm an actor. I'll do it. Um, Yeah, I'm saying just cast me. Yeah. Um, And then on the other side, which is uh, this is also, like, very sad news, uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has been delayed by almost a year and a half. Uh, it was originally supposed to release in uh, October of this year, and now will not release until March of 2024. No, uh, which is very sad. Um, however, I guess the bright side of this is means they're putting more effort into it. Uh, they're making sure it's really good. And the, after how good the first one was, like I appreciate them not just rushing it, throwing stuff together, and really taking the time to put it together. So, if if that's a bright side, you know, I'm I'm willing to wait a little bit longer for a better product.
2: Okay. Um, So I have a lot just because uh, Motor City Comic-Con announced who the celebrity guests are going to be. Um, And so I'm going to start with that. Um, So Comic-Con is going to be in Novi at Suburban Collection Showplace uh, May 13th through 15th, so Friday through Sunday. And... I'm just going to read them all. And if you know them, you know them. You don't, you don't, because otherwise it's going to take way too long. Um, So we've got Aaron Saggers, Aaron Smolinski, Adam Cole, Alan Richson, Alexis Tipton, Alicia Silverton, Tonk, Silverton, Stone, Brenton Thwaites, Katie Lotz, Carrie Jones,
0: Wait, Katie Lotz? L O T Z? Lotz.
2: Yeah. Um, Sarah Lance. Uh, Carrie Ellis, so after he got bit by a rattlesnake, which he is okay, by the way, his fingers all bandaged up, he got the antivenom in time, Um, he's good. Uh, Chandler Riggs, Christopher uh, Eccleston, Curran Walters, Damian McLawhorn, Danny Trejo, which if you're like me and only know him as El Machete, uh, that's his actual name, is Danny Trejo.
1: Uncle... Uh whatever the uncle name yeah. is in Spy Kids. Uncle Machete? <laughs> same I think
0: character. So. It's the same yeah, character. It's yeah. the same character. Um also the guy that sells Boba Fett the Rancor in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite part of that show.
2: Um Eric Vale, Freddie Prince Junior is coming back. Oh um, really? Uh Freddie Strowman. Uh J. Michael Tatum. Uh some of you might know just him as no wait. Not him. Sorry, different person with three names: uh, Jack O'Halloran, uh Jamie Kennedy, Katie Cassidy, Malcolm Goodwin, <laughs> uh, Mark McClure, Mariel Hemingway, Mark Pillow, Matthew Lillard, Maxwell Matthew Jacob Lillard, hey, There we go. Yes. Uh, Maxwell Jacob Freedom, which some of you might just know him as MJF. Um, but they spelled out his whole name. Ruby Soho, some of you might know her as Ruby Riot, uh, Sarah Douglas, Skeet Ulrich, Taryn Madding, and William Shatner.
1: Ooh, um,
2: and a lot of these people are going to be old or older because they are also doing uh, a shoot, Reeves um, Superman reunion, mm. legacy reunion. Um, so like Aaron Smolinski. Played baby Clark Kent in Superman one, two, and three. Now he is an small adult.
1: So... Smallensky, am I right? He... Um, <laughs>
2: but so, in other news, um, so as we all know, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp uh, trial is still defamation trial is still going on. In light of that, the petition to remove Amber Heard from Aquaman two has passed two million signatures. <laughs> Um, which is kind of funny because you know they've already finished filming um, but also the fact that like so many people are starting to see like no she's terrible she needs to be gone um, is beautiful but unfortunately the director has already said that he was not going to listen to the fans um, so that should be very interesting for them for fans of the Fast and Furious franchise Justin Lin is stepping away for Fast 10 um, as director his statement is with the support of Universal, I have made the difficult decision to step back as director of Fast 10 while remaining with the project as a producer. Over 10 years and five films, we have been able to shoot the best actors, the best stunts and the best damn car chases. On a personal note, as the child of Asian immigrants, I am proud of helping to build the most diverse franchise in movie history. I will forever be grateful to the amazing cast crew and studio for their support and for welcoming, welcoming me into the fast family. Um, so it's sad that he's not going to be directing, but he is still going to be there as producer. So he's still in. If you're part so of fast, his,
0: his voice is still going to be there, which is good.
2: Yes, exactly. And he's built this franchise too. As he said, five films, like, you know, he has a lot of say in this. Um, so, for fans of the movie *Wicked* that is coming out based on the book by McGuire um, and you know the beloved musical, instead of one film, it's going to be two. <laughs> um, so they decided that as they were trying to like come up with the script and everything, that they couldn't be true to the story and have it all be in one film with as many cuts to characters and just events in it they were like this is a good work so they decided to split it into two movies um
0: i wonder where they're gonna split it i wonder if it'd be at the like where they do act one act two yeah
2: that's what i'm assuming um leave people with defying gravity and no um but so both movies are apparently gonna have a christmas release date Supposedly, the first one is arriving December 25th, 2024, and the second one will be arriving a year later, December 25th, 2025. So we still have two years, um, and but we do know that the um, director is John M. Chu, um, who did In the Heights, and I can't remember what else he did, but um, so he has worked with making broadway musicals into a movie so i'm putting faith into him that it's going to be good especially if he's trying to stay true and break it into two parts um he says as we prepared this production over the last year it became increasingly clear that it would be impossible to wrestle the story of wicked into a single film without doing real damage so um Either way, I'm happy that there is more news on this film, other than it's getting delayed again, um, but I'm still skeptical on when it's actually going to be released. Um, and yeah, that is all of my news.
0: Dope. All righty. Well, um, one thing that on here on Raving Geeks we did neglect to talk about in depth as it was coming out and kind of, you know, being the big buzz was the release of Matt Reeves' The Batman. Uh, highly anticipated uh, Batman film that came out this March. Um, and today, uh, just, you know, I think yesterday at the time of recording this, uh, it was officially announced that we will be getting a sequel, although I don't think there was really any really any doubt. Um, so we figured we'd go over our thoughts on the Batman, uh, kind of where it leaves the DCEU, what we think Warner Brothers is gonna do with the property, you know, now that after it was uh, a success. Um, and, you know, what might be in store for that sequel? So um, Isaac and Hope, what were your initial reactions after you finally you finally watched the Batman?
2: Well, first, I would like to say I did not fully realize it was three hours long. Um, I think I probably knew that in the back of my head from previous conversations, but it didn't stick. And then I was watching it. and I was like, oh, it's fine. And then my dad and I had to stop for something. And I was like, we're only two hours in there's still another hour and then it felt long. Um, but if I didn't know the time, I don't think it would have felt as long.
0: That was the one thing as I watched it. I, I saw it in theaters and stuff. And like, I intentionally didn't get a drink because I'm like, then I'm going to have to pee. But then like it was over and I'm like, oh yeah, that, that really didn't feel like three hours, which was impressive for a three hour long movie.
1: Yeah. Um, my years of, of watching the extended editions of Lord of the Rings in one sitting had trained me. For this three-hour film uh
2: didn't you two see it in theaters together unintentionally
1: no no not, that not was, this one that was, that was Eternals. <laughs> oh, a beautiful moment um no this one no we weren't together at this one unfortunately but uh, unless
0: you, unless you went opening weekend on a saturday at nine
1: thirty, i don't think i did
0: I mean there's um, one there's one movie theater in Mount Pleasant, so like yeah. if we saw it the same night we were probably in the same theater. We would have but, been there.
1: we would have seen each other. We would have stayed to the end together and I think Yeah, I did
0: yeah. stay till the end.
1: Um but no, uh yeah, it was long, but I I really enjoyed it. Um as as I like have told everyone about it. I, I think it's my favorite iteration of the City of Gotham. Um I, I was laughing just real quick.
2: When they went past Madison Square Garden, and just called it Gotham
1: Square Garden, It "Gotham like, Square Garden."
2: You could be more you know, like in Futurama creative. when
1: there's Madison Cube Garden. Um, <laughs> well, and I, but I, I exactly I uh, I liked that it it wasn't just Chicago or New York, but with Batman <laughs> jumping around, which like the the Bale movies, they yeah. They were Chicago at one point, and I think at one point they also filmed in New York uh where they just like changed the names of stuff and so I liked that this one literally had this like gothic tone to it, everything had arches and spikes, and there was a history to the city um and it was dark and it i it had it was its own character, and so that's was my initial mm-hmm. takeaway was how much I really liked the city
0: that was also my like major like wow, that's the thing I liked most about the movie was the um was the city of Gotham. Um, I think cinematically I thought it was very good. However, I had some plot point issues with it that I thought like kind of took some of the suspense out of it for me for a lot of the film. Like I don't I don't know why, but like at certain like the first like half hour 45 minutes I was like, "Okay, I get this." And then the last half hour 45 minutes I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm into it." But then in the middle, I felt like all the stuff with like the like Maroni and Falcone if you would have just set up from the beginning that Bruce Wayne thought Maroni killed his family, I feel like that like twist uh, with you know Alfred. Oh, so yeah. spoilers for the film, by the way, with Alfred saying, you know, uh, oh no, it was Falcone that definitely killed your parents, and I didn't tell you because I, I like I didn't want you to go on this whole crusade against the most powerful man in the city. Um, and I think that would have like had a lot more, you know, a little more oomph to it than just like Falcone says oh it was Maroni. 10 minutes later you know Alfred's like nah it was Falcone and I feel like that just kind of threw me for a loop which is why I wasn't like gushing over it but I enjoyed the movie definitely definitely worth a watch
2: oh I remembered I remembered one of them um sorry you said like the plot of the movie and I was like wait I made mental notes of where there were plot holes which not like full plot holes but like couple of things that I was like that mm, does not happen like that um Mm -hmm. and the one that I fully remember is when he is standing next to the police commissioner or something that gets blown up at the funeral
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: um and he doesn't have any marks on his face (laughs) like his his face is uncovered on his chest and he was standing right there with the blast and you're telling me he doesn't get burned because
1: that... he's Batman. That's uh. But it doesn't work. <laughs> the, the YouTube series How It Should Have Ended made fun of that. They because they they basically had him animated get like his whole like mouth all like scarred and dark, and then they like had the rest of the movie him with that, and they're like, I "Well, mean... you have the same scars as Batman," and he's like, "No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't." I
2: mean, like one thing that was funny to me, too, I think it was yesterday. Uh, someone on Instagram had made a meme um, from the first Twilight movie of Bella going, oh, who's that? And, um, Pitch Perfect, what, what's her name? Um, saying, oh, that's vengeance at (laughs) it. And so I was like, okay, so if he's not getting burned, it's because he's still a vampire, but I mean, Robert Pattinson hates that series. So I was like, that is such a big plot hole. There was something else I don't remember what it was and it's making me upset but also I'm ADHD
0: and have a terrible short term memory so mm-hmm. well I know we have kind of mentioned like our favorite like parts of the movie Like something else that I really enjoy I think the movie was cast incredibly well um, yeah. like Robert Pattinson did a great job as Batman I, I do think the writers should have had him play Bruce Wayne as a little more like social but I can forgive them for it if they make him more social in the sequels so one
2: i was gonna say one thing my dad and i talked about he asked the question however many episodes ago about like alter egos and who was the alter ego of who and about like bruce wayne being the alter ego of batman um and so i kind of saw it with that of like bruce wayne is not developed because batman is developed
0: because Batman is developing still so he hasn't had time yeah. to develop so that's that's fair and i think that would actually be a good way to to put it but i think if you give him another year or two as batman especially with like the the realization he has at the end of the film like i can't just i can't just hide in the dark anymore like i kind of have yeah. to be a symbol for the city um i i could see bruce wayne kind of you know coming out of his shell hosting parties not being like sad emo boy um in public anymore not like threatening public officials (laughs) or at least not threatening him the way like he kind of like went up to falco and like and just like gave him that look um but i feel like you know doing the threatening of public officials like yeah i know you 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 don't like what i'm doing no i'll just buy your whole campaign office you'll you'll be out on the street like stuff like that that's very bruce wayne Um, i
2: think the other part too was the new mayor was one was like she's like hey you're rich you should be doing more for this city and so i think with her that'll also be pulling out more of the bruce wayne of oh yeah i have money
1: here let's do something good he can be but, a yeah. hero on the streets and in his office
0: well the one thing that is mentioned i believe it's in the comics i don't know if it's like the the primary comics is bruce wayne has set up a fund for like criminals who can't afford health care they get put in the hospital usually by batman for their medical bills to be paid um so like yeah he breaks the ribs and gives them three concussions but like he pays for them to go to the doctor in a way so like if they do that then uh i I think that'd be an interesting way to take it um i think
2: he'd also restart the orphanage and like actually make it a good orphanage but especially mm -hmm. with how he was acting around the Murdered mayor's son. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. But I really like. I think Zoe Kravitz did a great job as Catwoman.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Um. And Colin Farrell as the freaking Penguin. Man, that was so good.
2: You don't even know it's him.
1: <laughs> I know. I, know I, saw, it's like... I saw so many comments on like <laughs> social media that were like, "That's Colin Farrell," or like so many people thought it was Robert De Niro. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, because like, it's like a mobster. Yeah. <laughs> What's the problem,
0: sweetheart? He calls Batman sweetheart, and I'm like, what the fuck? What that cars, the car chase,
1: I really enjoyed. And I really liked that we saw it like from Penguin's perspective perspective, but it like (laughs) followed him a lot of the car chase. Mm -hmm. Um Colin Farrell was
0: just very energetic with that role. He's like, I got you. (laughs) Uh, And I was like, like, Oh, but then like he and he and Gordon just like take him out, and don't even get the information they need, and then just leave him? I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> he's like, then he's what just there me? later. I was yeah. like,
2: wait, how did you get free?
0: And he probably just called a guy.
2: But how? Because he guy. was chained
1: up.
0: I don't know. Called? You know, he squawked loudly. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be excited. Um, I am I want him to be back and play a prominent role in the sequel. Yes. Like, like Cobblepot. Yeah. Mhm. Well, because with Falcone, I mean, in the comics, like Falcone gets booted in Batman's first couple years, which happened in this movie, and then the Penguin takes over, and he's the biggest mob problem. Like he's the he's the one that's dealing all the weapons, running a, a lot of the drugs, um, and he's the most like realistic villain that Batman has. And I kind of want them to stick with that, because um, yeah. e- even other villains that are like re- realistic are not far fetched, but like. Victor Zaz and the Joker are like so freaking insane that I don't think yeah. in the real world if they get caught once that like like people might ship them down to Texas so they can get the death penalty is seems to be like the vibe, at least in the United States. Like if you had someone that has killed hundreds and thousands or like to thousands of people. Yeah.
1: I noticed I've noticed that that the Batman movies recently really happen taking on that realistic uh, or believableness in the villains, which is like why mm-hmm. the Bale uh the Nolan trilogy, they were all like like Bane wasn't a giant out, fueled giant dude. Uh he was just a dude that had injuries and had a mask. Um you know everything wasn't totally out of the top. The Joker wasn't riding around in clown shaped cars. Exactly. He was, you know, they I I I, I do really like that. Um I do like the out there villains as well but like i doubt we're gonna see mr freeze anytime soon
0: that's the thing i want a good live action I, mr I freeze love, no
1: like like uh i have arkham city as my background and like i loved
0: mr. that freeze boss fight boss. is the most difficult boss fight in video games of that <laughs> era and it's so good
1: and he adap- he learns and i love it it's brilliant um so yeah i i, I do like this 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 realistic take even the fact that they had to make the riddler who is one of my favorite villains into a, a serial killer esque like zodiac killer to make him more realistic he's an which incel. sounds crazy <laughs>
0: yeah yes. he's a reddit incel i was like wow this is like modern
1: yeah he had his own little thing
0: of followers yeah no that's one of my favorite memes it's like the riddler and like the first two thirds of the movie and it's just like him and his mask it's like i'm like Doing all this stuff, and then it's like Riddler in the last third of the movie. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> well, don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way, he just said that. But yeah.
2: Uh, as far as the Jokers, I so Joker. the Joker scene in the Batman was cut. Um, other than the scene that we saw or heard more um, because obviously it wasn't relevant to this movie because we were dealing with the Riddler more. But okay, so my favorite of all time is, as my background, Heath Ledger's Joker. Um, and unfortunately, he did not get to finish his Joker, but he's still my favorite. I made the mistake, uh, I think I was in 10th grade when I watched it, um, made the mistake of watching the movie after midnight pitch black house and then i told my friend who's a year younger than me and he could do a fantastic and creepy impression of do you want to know how i got these scars and i made the mistake you want to know how i got
0: these scars
2: yeah he did that to me a lot and there were times that i was like okay, okay this is too creepy stop um but i am actually interested Cause they are, they introduced Joker in this one, which it was, uh, Barry Kilgan. I feel like I said, yeah, Druig. Bruin. Um, and I was like, okay. So we know that he could be like that very intense look and like I don't, fierce in his own way too. I was like, I really am looking forward to seeing this play out.
0: Well, I've seen the images from that deleted scene, and I, I hope they kind of take the fact that it wasn't in the real movie and kind of redo him a little bit if he's going to show up in the sequel, because he looks too grotesque.
2: But yeah. I also wonder if part of that is because of when the like they showed accident. Arkham. Well, that, but also they, the way that they showed Arkham was like very tiny and I, like i mean you also hear arkham as like the asylum not just the prison
0: yeah well i like i like how they prison and then arkham asylum yeah. i like how they included the plot point that the arkham like bat like bruce wayne's parents like martha was not arkham before she married mm-hmm. thomas yeah. wayne i was like okay let's delve into that let's have amadeus arkham like play an important role in Ooh. one of these movies <laughs> amadeus like
1: mad dog Ooh, okay
0: <laughs> yeah uh, but actually, I saw I saw a comment that uh, Barry Keoghan was in, um, like, he was like, he's in the best superhero movie of the year and the worst superhero movie of the year. I'm like, first of all, the Batman is not the best superhero movie of the year. Second of all, Eternals is definitely not the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I still argue that Spider-Man No Way Home was the best, but I understand why a lot of people love the Batman because Spider-Man No Way Home was a little gate-capped by all the previous films. Um, mm-hmm. And the Batman is not necessarily a traditional superhero film, so if that's not your your cup of tea, I understand that. But Eternals was like, unfortunately, I think for this past like year, ever since superhero movies have started being released, I think the worst one, apart from Morbius, because that's very clearly got the lowest spot, is unfortunately Black Widow. Because I like Shang- Shang-Chi better. I like Eternals better. I like Spider-Man better. I like the Batman better.
1: I liked four-fifths of Black Widow. And then the end happened. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: See, okay, like, this is where I differ from y'all. Because, like, Eternals for me was just, like, like, it was good, but I couldn't follow it. So it's at the low for me. See, it's, it's like,
0: all the Lord. It added to the MCU for me. It's like, oh, that was so cool.
2: But if you don't know it? You get really confused.
0: Well, I don't know what there was like, they were just introducing things. I don't know. I got my, my big brain energy, but uh, like not by big brain, I mean ADHD that allows me to track multiple plot points at once. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So speaking of like Joker and potentially like the next, the next film, um, what what do you guys think? What are you hoping for from the film? Cuz like it just got confirmed as being a thing and I I know we probably never doubted that it'd be coming out. Um and Matt Reeves is returning, so we're going to get same director, I'm assuming cool. same vibe. Um so what do y'all think? What like biggest we'll start with like biggest hope for the film, even if it's a little far fetched.
1: Okay. So, um as as we know, this past movie was it it very much focused on detective work, even though he wasn't even that great of a detective. It focused on detective style work. And then of course, just the darkness of Gotham and the crime underground. And so my biggest hope is that we like continue to pursue that stuff. Like obviously Penguin will be in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope we get to see his rise in, you know, the Iceberg Lounge and we get to see, uh, was that mentioned? Was that there?
0: Yeah. The Iceberg Lounge? Yeah.
1: Was that that? Yeah. I hope we see the rise of that. Um and uh so more gang stuff. And then I also wouldn't mind more of this like sleuthing. Um, especially after we just saw that like he still hasn't achieved world's greatest detective. Um and so if it takes like introducing someone like Hush, like I think Or even be- Rachel Gould. I have that been too. Uh, the League of Shadows, like him having to uncover something and do something. I think that would be really cool, uh, because he can just go around punching gangsters all day. And I love which that. is
0: part of my favorite part of the movie is that <laughs> scene where all those guys are like, "Oh, there's like nine of us. What is he gonna do?" And he just beats the shit out of that one guy.
1: I also like <laughs> hit, hit the, the like three different times he entered into the uh, that lounge, and he just mm. gradually you see like the the two guards get like beat up from like fighting batman previously but yeah me charlie
2: and max carver
1: yes exactly who
2: are um they are twins but they were also born on different days because i think one was at like 11 something at night and then the next one was born
1: that'll be good for
0: birthdays yeah i think if we want to do if we want to do sleuthing I think the Court of Owls would be the next place to go Ooh. to follow the theme of Falcone. Yes. Cuz like obviously, like it's predetermined that there's this network and everyone fi- kind of followed Falcone. Correct. So I feel like Yeah, if you go with the um you know the idea that oh, kind of Falcone kind of had his foot on the court and then in like the year or year and a half since the Batman the court's kind of risen back to power under his nose. Yeah. Um I could see that. And then if they're going to do that um Penguin fits in with that. That's another good way that he can, can still be a side villain. Because I don't know if they would want to give him main villain status, but he yeah. can still be in the film. Um, and you can easily have a, like a good fighter villain, i.e. like Bane or Hush even, or someone like that, like yeah. as, I, I don't know, not replacing the idea of the Talon, like the the main fighter for the Cordials, but like another bigger name,
1: Black Mask, another dude that wears a mask.
0: Dude, I'd love. I, I would love to see a good Black Mask.
1: Yeah, I mean, I they mean, did recently have Black Mask. In, never uh, mind. Yeah, they had yeah. Black
0: Mask, and honestly, I liked U. McGregor's Black Mask, so I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do that, but like a gangstery Black Mask yeah. that isn't like primarily fighting Harley Quinn.
1: Yeah, and I and I like just when it comes to cutting people out of like who I don't think was be- like. I don't think they'll do anything that they've done recently. Like I don't think Two Face. I don't. It it would be hard to make Two Face more believable without it being like the same storyline with Acid. Uh, You know, I don't think Mm Mister Freeze. Even though I love him, I don't think Scarecrow. I I just don't think they're releasing. I don't even think that they would have Joker in this next one, except for maybe in a small bit. I don't. Yeah. So
0: maybe at the beginning being captured. something like that yep
2: um what I would love to see for Batman um is well one the far-fetched idea of like actually seeing like the brighter side of Gotham like you think that Gotham is on good trend uh upwards and everything um but then you know having like that seedy underbelly like kind of like uh the show Gotham Mm. did with Falcone of like how he worked with um, Gordon and like he was a bad guy, but also he was doing things to help Gotham at the same time. Yeah, uh, the whole confusing of like wrong things for the right reasons thing, but also self-preservation of I'm powerful. Um, but but then also seeing like, like what you guys were saying with like Penguin and everything running that underbelly um, Bar and everything, and mobster, but villains. I would like to see honestly, I would love to see Catwoman come back. I love to see Zoe Kravitz come back, um, as kind of like what they did in Gotham as well with Selena Kyle, where she like helped Bruce, but also she was still like the criminal, um, but she had the good um, in her and everything, but also. I kind of want to see and it doesn't have to be uh margot robbie's um harley quinn but if they're gonna continue to try and bring all the movies together somehow for dceu i would say use her um but i also feel like she is too <laughs> i believe a personality to fully fit into this gotham yeah. as it is right now um but like bringing in a poison ivy or um like any of the other females that were in um, the Birds of Prey movie, you know, mm-hmm. any of the female um, villains, I think, would be really interesting to see. Like Batman have to like fully struggle with the fact that no, she's evil just for being because she finds it fun, like not
0: mm-hmm. anything yeah. else. See, I think if we were gonna bring in like a female villain to actually fight Batman, um, because like Catwoman and Batman like tussle, but they don't—they're not out for like Catwoman's yeah, not yeah. trying to kill him yeah um is i if and fit with the sleuthing that isaac said i'd love to see you know it's we start the movie with you know batman's doing his thing and i think if they put Azrael in there as a member too yeah as a member of the league of assassins kind of not defecting but saying like gotham is going to burn and we're just here to tell you so you can get out of the way um and then he goes to fight rachel ghul but then kind of befriends talia in order to or nissa or literally whichever whichever Al Ghul they want to uh, throw yeah. his way um which but I would also like I'd like to do the befriending similar to what happened in The Dark Knight Rises but then I'd like it to pay off if they do a third film or even a fourth film with Damian Wayne. Oh that'd be a cool way to do that. Um and in this if if they're going to like hope for Damian Wayne and I, I ideally they do a fourth film for that one that like is a little further in the future um set up like the robins or at least dick grayson in this one Mm -hmm. um because i think talia as a physical because in dark knight rises she was not like a physical threat to batman like she was but they didn't fight um and i think having like good hand-to-hand combat heck even like sword combat uh between talia and bruce would be very cool to see on screen yeah. Um but like my number one is still got to be Mr. Freeze like a, like we got Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze and I was like okay uh. but just all the ice puns and I want like a really good compelling you know Victor Freeze trying to save yeah. his wife Nora.
1: Scientist yes that has... And
0: like Batman struggling with like I mean this guy's not evil but people are getting hurt and I need to put him away type thing. Um heck even even having them kind of ally up at some point and then, you know, them coming into conflict because Victor's like, I, I have to save my wife. And he's like, well, you can't kill this, you know, truckload of people. They don't want um, to do that.
1: And so where the movie left off, it's still flooded, right? Oh,
0: yeah. yes. Gotham's still like, so
1: they which, they, ha- they have to say, deal with that. Go ahead, Hope.
2: That part confused the crap out of me. I'm going to be honest. Like, just the way that they filmed it, my brain was like oh he's reading this as like it's going to happen not that it's happening as he's reading it but that was just like me and it took me until like the mayor is actually getting shot and everything or mayor elect and i was like oh no this is all happening right now not he's reading what is planned to happen and could still stop it
1: yeah um
0: with go
1: for it i was just gonna say uh i really thought because they like emphasized the fact that his dad tried to make like the whole tunnel system and that's where the bat cave is too is in this tunnels underneath the ground i thought 100 he was gonna like blow a hole in that and willingly like destroy the last bit of his like fo- one of his father's legacies and doing that uh maybe that's for a future movie because i really thought he was gonna do that um but i was gonna say also they mentioned Bloodhaven, isn't that where Cat- that's where nightwing goes, goes yeah yeah, and so, but uh, hopefully we can get a Nightwing in the future, with all of it still flooded. Like it, it would be cool to see something associated with that if that means, uh, Penguin or Mister Freeze utilizing like like ice up, you know, like as if it couldn't get any worse. Like ice covers things. Um, or I would love to see the smallest hint of an Easter egg about Killer Croc, which I know would Beautiful. be like. Like it's he's one of the most ridiculous characters because he's a giant mutated man.
0: Um, hey, they pulled off lizard in the Spider-Man movies.
1: That's true. That's true. But like Killer Croc is like born that way. He's like born with like a a some sort of depending disease.
0: on which comic book run you read. Sometimes it's a genetic defect that like takes place as he grows up. Yeah. Um.
1: um but that would be cool. Just like with the flooding, it like introduced this other thing and it's like killer Croc. um i also wrote down great white shark who is a very lesser batman villain
0: actually Uh, yeah no that'd be cool especially for the detective stuff but also with that
1: and he gets his his face frost burned Mm -hmm. frost burned is there a freeze burned i don't know um and that's how he like lost his like lips and part of his nose uh but again if you did introduce something like that like like with Penguin or Mr. Freeze doing that and then causing this guy to become that, even if it's for a small scene, I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause there is water everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, my assumption is they'll start the movie a year or a year and a half after the first one ended with this crisis recently being resolved. Mm-hmm. Like there is new stuff put in place to like further protect the city from this. Batman's working with now, like, Deputy Commissioner Gordon, something like that, uh, working closely with the mayor's office. Um, and then I think whatever villain comes in is going to try and jeopardize that relationship and safety that he's been trying to build.
1: Yeah.
0: So, i.e. the Court of Owls or the the League of Assassins. Um, court of Owls would be so good. Like that. that would be so good. A, a live-action one would be awesome. But also, isn't that in the game we're getting, Gotham Knights, aren't the court, isn't the court the main villains? Wow. Uh... Don't say that. I think so. Because I know the the first level is it it looked the game from the early footage looked fantastic, and they're still putting a lot of effort into it. So, but yeah, I guess the other thing I wanted to tackle is, given the success of you know Robert Pattinson's Batman, and the lack of success of Ben Affleck's Batman in comparison, do we think? <laughs> that they're going to try and transition and bring over the stuff that worked from the old DCEU and build a new one, or are they just going to keep them two completely separate things?
2: I think if they were smart, um, they would try to combine them somehow.
0: Well, my guess is they would try to combine them through Flashpoint using Ezra Miller's Flash movie, but he, the trouble that Ezra, Mel is, Ezra Miller has been in recently He's seems like Flashpoint arrested. might... He's got yes? a stop being an awful person. Yeah, no, apparently they're, they're, they're... My guess is whatever they have so far, because obviously they already have most of the movie taken care of, um, they alter it so that Flashpoint changes Ezra Miller to Into someone else. From Grant
2: Gustin is who all of the fans want.
0: Yeah, no, I'd love to see Grant. Like, if they gave him, like, the money and writers um, and, like, incorporated that in and kind of gave him that, but I don't know. But then mes- actually building it with the CW would be dangerous, um, but... Yeah, it's the suspension of disbelief. Like, I,
1: as a fan, I think it would be awesome to combine it with my favorite aspect of the DCEU. Like, I love the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. but I do just think that world is too volatile in comparison to this. And I think that if you introduce, try to combine it with other things, it would cause fans to be like, well, it almost makes Batman look small.
0: I don't know. Yeah. See, I think what they should try to do is don't bring everything over. Like, don't bring over the Justice League. Don't bring over... Like, maybe bring over Jason Momoa, but as a different version of Aquaman, like this universe's version. Um, that would also be a good way to get rid of Amber Heard. Um but then, and like, yeah, so I, and then you can keep the suicide squad. I think like there was nothing directly besides all the connections Peacemaker made to the Justice League, but you can kind of retcon that. Um, you could bring in the suicide squad. Um, however, jo- Starro, you know, the giant starfish attacking Cordo Maltese does not fit. Like you said, Isaac, does not fit that yeah. vibe of the Batman at all. So I'd, I'd have to see, you know, them play with it a little bit first. I was going
2: to say, they could bring back, I feel like, Will Smith's... Um... Deadshot?
0: Yeah, That Suicide Squad fits a lot better with this Batman. Yeah. But I it's feel like still a little weird because of, of the portal in the sky.
1: Deadshot is a good Batman villain. hmm Or, ooh, wait. What about Deathstroke? That'd be a cool guy to introduce as well.
0: Definitely. Uh, didn't they try to introduce him in Justice League?
1: They might have.
0: Joe Anginelli? Oh,
1: oh yeah, yeah.
0: Which keep him? He was. He looked like a badass Deathstroke, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So, how do how do y'all think this would tie into like a bigger universe if they're trying to do that, like recasting? Because I also love Henry Cavill as Superman, and I wouldn't want him to go away. Well, but
2: also, isn't his Superman technically
0: dead? No, he came
1: back. He came back.
2: I haven't watched the Justice League yet, but I'm like, I feel like you could rewrite him, because I don't know that he'd come back for it, being in The Witcher and everything.
0: Oh, the biggest nerd I know, he'd be there for sure. Well,
2: but maybe he'd come back, and they could do, like, what...
0: He's got uh, a beard, like he should.
2: (laughs) Having his beard. Um, But doing, like, the, like, Superboy stuff, and having, like, Mm. his, you know, one of the... his son take on the mantle of superman while also being half human or something of like and having henry cavill be there as the original superman but um you know trying to pass the mantle but also being like no you're my child you cannot
0: go risk your life see to be fair i don't know if i'd want them to do that only because i like the way they're doing it so much in superman and lois but that i right. wouldn't want them to detract from that yet um, but yeah I'm, I can't wait for that season to end it's been on hiatus for a while and just came back this week <laughs> I'm like I need I I need to know how this ends so that's really good that's been a really good se- series so far
2: well so the random tangent but also on that was I saw an article and I didn't read it but it was like oh which one of you know this person is surprising that he became a villain and I was like Jonathan becoming a villain really because the last time I saw him he was crying because Clark was an ass and yelled at his son or made him cry because he wasn't paying attention to why his kid did it so wow Jonathan's a villain big surprise but Jonathan's not a villain yeah I know but it was just like the headline and that's where my train of thought went I was like
0: Mm -hmm. I could
2: see Jonathan becoming a villain because
0: so the, the scene where Jonathan just drills his brother in the face was so funny I was like, oh
1: shit. I have not partaken. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh,
0: oh no, it's yes. I'd recommend watching it. This season's been pretty good.
2: I've been so, watching on and off if it makes you feel better, Isaac. So I don't fully know everything that's going on.
1: I, I, I haven't watched any DC's TV show at all. Um I don't know why. I just haven't. And I got to so far in that I haven't. But um when it comes to my preference if they did try to expand this world it would need to be careful i think that the smartest move would be to either find characters that are in the dc like spread like in from dc history but like haven't gotten a lot on the big screen um like i don't think that he should be a justice league should be in this thing i don't think aliens should be in this thing even if aliens are real i don't think that that aliens like Marshall manhunter or superman or even starfire should show up because again it makes it too big uh, maybe even atlantis i don't think should be there i think it should be something smaller like and he can't do like a teen titans because isn't teen titans still going the tv show and i don't think they'd want to step on the toes of another show same thing with doom patrol and so it would have to be just like smaller realistic conflicts i don't I think do you think
2: honestly if dc is trying to to um make every movie work like marvel they're gonna have to like stop and go who do we want as the first to start this um and i know iron man it wasn't originally the biggest like oh yeah we're gonna start with iron man it just became robert Downey jr's iron man but i think if whoever is in charge of plot lines and connecting stuff and whatever they need to go we're making it based off of this and we're going to connect it
0: um so based thought that robert on junior point is the original end credit scene of iron man was supposed to be nick fury set, mentioning the x-men mm-hmm. fantastic four and spider-man because those were the movies that had already been released and already been successful but then they decided to not do that, that so really i knows. think and that was that's kind of what saved it they're doing it now they're like retconning bringing them in with multiverse of madness which comes out in a week um and i'm so excited um but and but now it works they have this big following and it's fun because people are like oh these characters from all this time ago that i really loved are now making an appearance in this thing that i've been loving for the past 10 years i think what they need to do is go into something to just create we know we need one good standalone film and then later say like oh Based on the vibe of this film, based on what people liked about this film, we can start to build something off like that instead of what they did with Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, where it was like this is intended to create a, like a bigger universe. There,
1: yeah. Yes, and there there are so many Batman comic series that are only Batman. Dude, I think longest Halloween. Really... I exactly. want to see. I, I want to yeah. see that one. Let's get Calendar Man in here. Um, <laughs> actually, Calendar Man can be ridiculous, but then he can also be terrifying um i do like the idea of court of owls i or something similar to league of shadows i think it would be really smart to continue on this path of like just batman and gotham until he hits a point where he realizes that he can't do it alone but they don't bring in other superheroes they bring in other people from the batman mythos being sidekicks like robin catwoman other
0: eventually batwing i'd love to see that exactly
1: exactly and i think they, they could make i don't know how many movies. Especially if they like start if he gets older, I don't know if it'd be that long. Like if this was just a three-movie run like the Nolan trilogy, I would probably still love it just the same. But Mm -hmm. it would be cool if it kept going. And then they could get, like I said, the Robins, they could do all that jazz. It would be so good.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Mm -hmm.
2: I think all of the people in charge of DC just need to sit down and go, what are we doing? How are we? You know, because are we going to keep the TV show well, separate? Are we, you know...
0: They don't have a Kevin Feige. That's the problem. They don't have a sorry. comic book nerd that is running the show that gets to say, no, this does not fit with our, you know, with the narrative we're trying to tell.
2: Um, I also wanted to go... Sorry, I just remembered. Uh, I wanted to go back to your point about X-Men, too, is when they started making the James McAvoy... Uh, X-Men series, I think they did a really nice job of tying it back to the original and then also creating a way that they could connect it to Marvel with the whole Logan days of future past and you know, yeah, that one. Um Logan going back in time and you know erasing one timeline. So then the timeline is also different and stuff. And um but I mean I mean you could do that with Flash like we were talking about with Flashpoint. Um but I also feel like, like you were just saying, you know, they need Kevin Feige. They need, or they need multiple, you know, have multiple people. Cause the they DC need someone universe, at
0: the head wrangling yeah. everything in instead of, you know, I mean, that was the same problem they had the Star Wars sequel trilogy had. is It's not that any of the individual films were like just terrible, um, except Rise of Skywalker had some, some bad points. It's that they didn't have one front runner building everything up. To, they didn't have a plan from the beginning um or at least a plan that they like a working plan that they could adjust and move um they they you know they started with jj drums J. that J., jj abrams and they went to ryan johnson then they went back to jj and they're both of them really suck at improv because they never said yes and um
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real
0: um they just kept retconning each other but i don't know if you had that with dc it's such an extensive property and that the the dc universe focuses so much more on the multiverse than the marvel one does Mm -hmm. um in that way that i think if you really eventually wanted to do that you could and it's easier to do with dc but yeah all right any final comments on the batman and the the sequels it could could (sighs) spawn
1: i hope that they never do anything to alfred because he's perfect
0: dude uh, i love i love alfred um Why am I, I blanking on his name? Why to... am I blanking on Andy's, his name? Andy, Andy, Andy circus. circus.
2: I was waiting Andy. for him to go into his uh, what's his, name? his, his voice?
1: Gollum voice. Yeah. Um. I mean, I like, I like, I felt like a lot of the, the past Alfreds. I don't think I have ever had a problem. Jeremy Michael kane Michael kane is beautiful. Why do who? we get knocked down so we can learn to get back up? To get back who up. was the woman?
2: The older woman who answered the phone.
1: The just a maid, I think.
0: This is a secretary or something like that. Someone um, that
1: wasn't doing their job. Because no, I was like to the phone. Yeah. Ooh, I, was, that, I was stressed out in that whole part. Yeah, I was very confused
2: as to who she was, just not having any frame of reference for a previous female. Mm-hmm. So yeah. but I mean I would love to see her like if they do bring her back. Like, is she related to someone? Let's expand side character stuff so we can understand the importance of a character.
1: She's Talia Al
0: Ghul. Oh, <laughs> New take. But no, nah, I I love the the Andy Circus Alfred for sure. But yeah. you know, Andy's you know, you come you come into younger. the movie a little bit later. He goes, no, he wants it, needs it, the vengeance. <laughs> um, and he's younger, so he could
1: actually do like
0: the realistic
1: thing in comics where they have. Alfred beating off villains sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, In Injustice, he beat up Superman, and it was awesome.
0: Oh yeah. Well, to be to be clear, in Injustice, he took he took a pill that gave him the strength and durability of Superman, and then he knocked out Superman. uh, So what
2: you're saying is he what matrixed himself to be able to fight Superman?
0: Yeah. I mean, every every character in Injustice has taken that to fight Superman.
1: Yeah. It's really a ex machina of. uh,
0: it, it's literally just what nether realm decided to say like to justify how like people like, like why, the joker and yeah. harley quinn can go toe-to-toe with people like superman and martian man hunter yeah so, so. Yeah. Alrighty, well um as always here on raving geeks we'd like to end with some uh, recommendations for our viewers whether that be movies video games comics or anything else geeky um for those of you who don't know um this will be the last episode of raving geeks that isaac and i will be on uh we are both uh moving on to different areas of our lives. I know I'm going to uh, be moving, going to graduate school. Uh, Isaac, you, you uh, I don't know if you want me to tell everyone. Or you I'm want to...
1: out of here. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm graduating and I am moving to uh, Florida. Uh, I mean, technically, I will still be a student at, at CMU until the end of the summer, but um, I'm leaving. mm
0: mm-hmm. So this these will be the last recommendations that you get from Isaac and I. So uh,
1: unless y'all come back to guest host, yeah. unless oh, yes, like, apart begs.
2: <laughs> when I don't have a co-host for the start of the next season, they're gonna come back and help me out.
0: My hope is that y'all can get into the studio and actually like record like at that point. Uh, hopefully, we'll see if we don't get another variant.
2: No more Loki's
0: no more no more loki's but all right recommendations
2: um all right well i will start off and i'm gonna say the first one is 10 things i hate about you the movie not the tv show uh heath ledger is in it joseph gordon levitt is also in it um and it's absolutely yes robin is in it um and a bunch of other people that you will know um blanking on all their names but it is a fantastic movie. It is 90s, early 2000s. Um, so some of it is just kind of ridiculous. Um, my favorite scene is, I'm sure a lot of you have seen on TikTok, uh, people going, where can I find a guy who will do this for me? Where he coordinates with a marching band and you know whoever's in charge of the speakers uh, for the <laughs> football, soccer, all sports, whatever field. Um, to embarrass himself in front of the girl he loves, um, but that is my favorite scene in the entire movie. I made my roommate watch it, and, she, and I was like, Do you now understand why this is my favorite movie? And she said, Yes, absolutely, because she was like, Oh, I know exactly where this is going, and then five minutes later, I'm like, You didn't know where it was going, did you? She's like, Nope,
1: is, is that the one that's based on Taming of a Taming of a Shrew? Yes, okay, okay.
0: Shakespeare. Um,
2: Yes, more Shakespeare, which is why also uh, Shakespeare is referenced so much in the movie, according to my sister. Um, My other recommendation is, as it is becoming summer in Michigan, go outside, hike, just be in nature, go swimming at a lake or whatever, you know, go to the lovely parks that we have in Michigan.
1: All right, good recommendations.
0: Um... After Hope's Pure Michigan ad. Yes,
1: uh before the great white snow comes again.
2: I got to meet Tim Allen somehow, okay?
1: Uh I meet him every time I watch Santa, Santa Claus. Claus? <laughs> yeah, um uh What's the dog one? Oh, <laughs> doesn't matter. Oh, um,
0: um mm-hmm. The Shaggy
1: Dog, is that it? Oh my God, I forgot about the movie. It's a really creepy cover where it's a dog with human eyes. Anyways, (laughs) uh, my recommendations are um, uh, uh, recommended from my girlfriend because she has seen more of it than I have, uh, is the TV show Inventing Anna TV series, which is uh, based on the true story about Anna (laughs) Sorokin, also known as Anna Delvey, who was uh, a Russian-German heiress, I say in air quotes, Uh, who basically conned a bunch of hotels and people and places of a bunch of money saying that she was going to wire them money. But the thing is she did this all in her like mid early to mid 20s. And like she like convinced so many people and like racked up thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars. And the show is pretty good. Um, And it kind of follows that. My second recommendation is uh, it's a podcast and it's also a series of books, but it's Welcome to Night Vale uh for those of you who don't know what that is uh it's a podcast you can find on youtube or on spotify or other places for podcasts but basically it's like a guy narrating uh i think it's kind of like from the point of view of like like a newscaster type thing he's like narrating to the town and he's like welcome listeners back to nightvale and it's this town where it's just like everything is random it's like the cloud came in today that dropped like yellow dogs from the sky and then it's like what and it's like Hiram McDaniels, you know, the farmer, uh, is actually a giant five-headed dragon, but then it's like, but his license says he's a human, so we'll believe him from there. And it's kind of like Gravity Falls vibes, where like there's just so much random stuff. There's like aliens, vampires, monsters, time travel and stuff, but it's all in the town, and he reads it with such a good voice. I highly recommend that. And then I'll also recommend level up chips, the podcast uh, run to See him Life by our editor. Uh, Mike Gonzalez, who is a great man, and uh, I hope he hears this, because I appreciate everything he's done. I saw our other ed- uh, former editor, Ben Ackley, the other day. It was his birthday. I appreciate him, too. Um, Brendan.
0: Me? All righty. Uh, well, I got to recommend uh, Young Justice Season 4, or Young Justice Phantoms. Uh, it's it's HBO Max, if you if you have it, uh, because Young Justice Season 5 will hopefully be coming out later this year. Um and that will be the final season of the show that you know had its first two seasons on Cartoon Network and then got canceled and then got picked up later due to fans being like, "Woo woo, need more in Young Justice." Um, and yeah, I'm. Too. Oh oh yeah, seasons three and four definitely get into some some interesting stuff. The whole Terra Deathstroke stuff is hinted at, um, if, and if you know what I'm talking about, you know how uncomfy that is. Um, But yeah, and then the last thing I have to recommend is just, you know, keep doing whatever y'all find geeky. Whatever stuff makes you geek out, whatever you do, you do you. Just do it more uh, when you have the time. Uh, Use that to decompress and just be a geek. So that is all we have for y'all today. Thank you for joining us here on Raving Geeks. Make sure you leave a comment wherever you're listening from. We'd love to hear from you, whatever you you want to say, Uh, whatever we talked about today, talked about last week, what we could talk about tomorrow. Um, and also feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or TikTok at Raving Geeks. Um, and as always, I've been Brendan Valentine alongside my fellow co-hosts.
1: Hope oh, Earl. Isaac Hunter. And tune in next year for Raving Geeks 2 Electric Boogaloo. That's not actually the title. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe it All is. Right. You don't know. Well, one last time. Uh, stay geeky and have a great week, great y'all. Week-y. So long.